0: Welcome to another edition of the Gold Knows Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is December 1st, 2021. Uh, no segments for this episode. A little bit of FSU stuff, mainly just college football stuff. Um, I mean, just wow, man. What a week. What a week. And it's only Wednesday. Um, Lincoln Riley to USC. Brian Kelly to LSU. LSU. More dominoes are going to fall. But the more intriguing hire to me is Lincoln Riley to USC. And I know this is the Go knows podcast, but I think that this hire ultimately helps Florida State. Because you have so many big time, you know, schools in the southeast that go to California to get kids. Now that you have a coach at USC that can hopefully corral a lot of that talent that comes out of Southern California, now, you know, maybe maybe Georgia and Alabama and Clemson and all these teams come back to the to the to the pack a little bit because you you look at those teams, they all have impact players from California. So, um, I'm not a Trojans fan. I've watched a lot of their games throughout my life, though. When the Pac-12 used to come on ABC religiously back in the day. Uh, Now they're on Fox. I don't watch as many Pac-12 games. But, you know, obviously the Pete Carroll, Reggie Bush era I watched a lot of you know, Pac-12 stuff just because, you know, I was a Reggie Bush fan. Um really a fan of that whole the whole the way that whole team was built. And it just you you can't compete with LA. No no school in the country can, can can compete with Los Angeles. Okay? And the NIL stuff, name, image likeness in Los Angeles, I mean, it's like Times Infinity. For a recruit. So. I I think in very short order. Very short time. USC is going to be back on the mountain. They've been down for like 10 years. Ever since Pete Carroll left. And I think in a very short time. They're going to be back. And like I said. I think this helps Florida State. I mean Georgia has a tight end. That's, that's very good. I can't think of his name. He's from California. You know, Clemson has a California quarterback. Alabama has a California quarterback. Ohio State has a California quarterback. So, I mean, it just shows you, you know, I think, I think Florida plays the best brand. Florida High School plays the best brand of football then i think it's a it's a toss up between texas and california but you can't deny their impact on college football so um it just it just shows you man like when the when the when the alumni and the boosters come together they can they can make things happen and i just wish you know the alumni boosters for Florida State could do the same thing. Like you gotta you gotta spend you gotta spend money. You gotta write the check to 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 be good in, in today's college football. There's no denying that now. You know, coaches getting a hundred million. I mean, who saw that coming? Coaches getting a hundred million. College coaches. And I, I, I thought maybe the NFL Would would have done at first, but hey, if somebody's willing to write that check, you gotta make that move. And you know, I if if Lincoln Riley did leave because he didn't want to compete in the SEC, I don't blame him. U USC is way more attractive than any job in the SEC. Look where I'm in Los Angeles. I got all this talent within a fifty mile radius. I don't even have to leave. So I don't even have to leave my backyard and I can bring in top five recruiting classes year after year after year. I mean, win, win. So, I mean, there's another place in the country that's like that. South Florida. But they won't pull the trigger and fire Manny Diaz and go get crystal ball. I don't know if crystal ball is the coach that can galvanize that talent, but. Um you know I would either get him or Ed Orgeron and get Manny Diaz out, out of there. Look, I mean look how much talent gets raided out of South Florida. Because you don't have a coach at Miami that can galvanize the talent and put a um a blockade around South Florida. So it just shows you Miami still puts you know, every couple years, they'll put a 10-win team out there. And that's not even getting the best players out of South Florida. They still can crank out a 10-win season every couple years. Just imagine if they actually, you know, pony up the money. So, um, you know, Brian Kelly to LSU. Obviously, a lot of talent comes out of Louisiana. He's going to get all of that talent because those kids in Louisiana, they love LSU. So I think in very short order, he's going to have LSU in the playoff every year. Um. I mean, I don't know where Oklahoma goes. I don't know where Notre Dame goes. You're talking about two of the most premier jobs in the country um so prime destinations i don't I don't know where they go. I mean, everybody's saying Luke fickle, but is he a Notre Dame fit? I don't know. There's a certain type of athlete that you have to recruit when you coach, Notre Dame, versus going to an Oklahoma. Um, Oklahoma, maybe Brent Venables. I mean, maybe you go get the guy from Baylor. I like him. Um, it's just, it's just college football is just crazy, man. Um, Mike Nor uh, Mike Norvell and the staff are on the recruiting trail. I mean, I'm just be honest with you, and I've said this on many a podcast, man. I-, I don't go too deep on recruiting or the transfer portal. I I just wait till the guys get on the field. I gotta see them play. They gotta pass the eyeball test. I don't sit here and get all hype. I think in the last 20 years, I've probably been hyped about two recruits, Ernie Sims and Dalvin Cook. Those are the only two guys that I've been hyped that I knew, you know, I knew they were going to be good players. You know, those are the only two guys that really excited me that I said, hey, I need to go watch some YouTube on them. And YouTube wasn't even around when Ernie Sims was around. You know, you just, it was basically word of mouth on Ernie Sims. But Dalvin Cook, it was, a, you know, a lot of his high school stuff was out there. And uh, I just said, okay, if we get this guy. He's going he's gonna to be something special. And, uh, you know, he was. So, um, you know, obviously we know where our issues are. Football. The very foundation of football is domination at the line of scrimmage. You can you can give me ten Travis Hunters. It don't mean nothing if you don't dominate on the line of scrimmage. You know you can flip it around to the offensive side. You can give me ten Dalvin Cooks on offense. If we can't dominate the line of scrimmage, it's a moot point. And you know that's. That's what this coaching staff has to, you know, they gotta find some rhinos. That's what I call them, rhinos. You you gotta you gotta find them. You gotta develop them. And um, you know, like I said, this 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 team, this program is not in a position to take on projects. You know, they need some impact guys. That can come in and move people. Then you'll see. Everything else will open up. Um, but I, I like the effort. From the coaching staff. Immediately following. The loss to Florida. They go out. They go out on the recruiting trail. And you know immediately. They start grinding. I like that. Um, that shows a dedication to trying to get this program better. Um, ultimately, I just think that you need to try to get as many offensive line recruits as you can, guys that can play. You need to upgrade at all positions. Um, you know, like I said, the only guy that I really feel like is any good on that offensive line at his current position is Gibbons. Um, The rest of them guys routinely get beat. It doesn't matter if it's an average defensive line or an elite defensive line. We need five guys that can play against anybody and dominate. And if that's not the goal, I don't know why, you know, the coaching staff is in this profession. Because the goal is to... I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg... ACC championships at Florida State. And that's that's where we want to be. Um, so. Um, the loss to Florida still stings. I would rather beat Florida than Miami. To be honest with you. I don't really hate Miami. Um, obviously, I want to beat Miami just for bragging rights but i hate the florida gators with all my heart and uh i would trade i would trade the win against miami for a win against florida in a, in a heartbeat in a second and um i on my season review i didn't break down receivers or i'm trying to think what else i didn't break down I didn't, I didn't really feel like it was a need to break down the receivers. I'm, I'm not going to say those guys are garbage, but we don't have a Peter Warwick out there. We don't even have a Rashad Green out there. So, but like I said, if, if we have an offensive line that can protect the quarterback, that stuff will open up. Um, that's pretty much what it comes down to. You know, football is 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 a game won and lost in the trenches so i think jordan travis can be i don't think he can be an elite quarterback i think he can be a great quarterback i think that's probably the ceiling for him i wouldn't say he could be a first round pick i could see him being like a russell wilson i could i could see him being something like that if he gets to the right situation. Um, he, he's gotta develop some more. But I think the biggest thing, again, to harp on it, that would help his development is if he could actually sit in the pocket and read the defense. I mean, we saw that against Miami on that final play. He made a money throw. So we know he can do it. And I would, I would not get another transfer guy. Um, I would, I don't know, but you got, you you got to get a quarterback either if it's high school or transfer. Um, you you got to do something there. You got to get an athletic guy too, because I, I, you know, don't take no more injury prone quarterbacks. Um, what else? Um, that's pretty much it, man. Um, just, just waiting for early signing day. I, I would imagine if, 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 uh, if Florida State hits on some of these guys, Tyree West, Marvin Jones Jr., Julian Armella, that might push us into the top 10 of recruiting, which would be awesome um, for a team with a losing record. That would be awesome. Um, So we'll see. I mean, the early signing period is upon us. I, I don't like the early signing period. I think it's... I just don't like it. I think it has – I don't like the transfer portal, although the transfer, transfer portal has helped us. So it's just a lot of stuff about college football and the way it's going. Coaches getting $100 million contracts. You know, they'll recruit kids and just up and leave, leave them high and dry, and you've made promises to these kids. I don't like that, but it's a business. It's a business now. Can we officially say college football is a business? Okay? And you know, I this is why I never ever ever blame a kid for taking money from a booster or whoever when he plays college football cuz of stuff like this. Get get what you can out of it because when you can't play no more, it's a rap. Get whatever you can get from this from that from football because when you can't play no more it's 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 done so get whatever you can so um and you know Oklahoma and Texas going to the SEC that was I know I'm way late on that but it's a, that was a dumb move cuz there you're not going to win there you my prediction is Oklahoma and Texas will never win an SEC championship Period. So. And then your coach. He knew that. He knew that. That's why he said. Okay. Let me go to USC. in Los Angeles. And be a god. Or I can stay at Oklahoma. And just play second fiddle. Third fiddle. Fourth fiddle. To Georgia. Alabama. LSU. Having a good. Southern California. Or USC is a great thing for college football because the more talent that comes out of Southern California that can stay in Southern California, that lessens Alabama, Georgia, LSU, Clemson, Ohio State. And that's it. That's what, that's what it does. Um, and this helps college football. Because in the days of Pete Carroll and Ed Orgeron, when they were at USC, there was no way you was getting in there to get anybody. They basically, you know, had a blockade around Southern California. So this this is a this is a tremendous victory just for college football, man. Um, You know, I don't begrudge any of those programs. They, they doing what they supposed to do, but. Um, you know, it's it's crazy that, you know, they those programs can go in there and get uh Najee Harris, Bryce Young, uh the tight end from Georgia who is really, really good, the freshman. I think he's like number nineteen or something. You know, nobody can compete with USC in terms of NIL, you know, just exposure, expanding your brand. Nobody, nobody in the country can compete with that. So, you know, in short order, I just think the Trojans are just going to go on a run here in the next couple years. I say you give him maybe 2022 to really, you know, get some things straightened out. In 2023, I look for them to just run through the Pac-12. They might run through the Pac-12 year one. Um, he's already flipped the, the the number one quarterback from 2020 in the 2023 class to USC. So, um, and I, I know this is the Gold Knows podcast, but like I said, you know, Florida State season is over with. You got to find something to talk about. I think this ultimately helps Florida State because it is it, it immediately it helps them in conference with Clemson because Clemson in the very near future is not going to be able to go into Southern California and get kids. It's going to be the kids that USC doesn't want. And even UCLA had a good season. So, I mean, the kids that USC doesn't want will probably go to UCLA. So, you know, the, the West Coast has to matter in college football. And, again, the more talent that you can take away from these Southeastern Conference schools, the SEC, you know, and Clemson and Ohio State and, you know, uh, Michigan and whoever else that that helps other programs become better faster um, but just going forward, Florida state is not gonna get back to what Florida State used to be if I mean there has to be a major major emphasis on the offensive line you can Robert Scott and Darius Washington cannot, cannot, cannot be your starting tackles next season. And I've I've said this a million times and I'll say it a million times more. Darius Washington is a guard or center. He is not a tackle. Well, he hasn't given up a sack all season. Well, because you got a quarterback back there running for his life. Okay, and Robert Scott, when he's healthy, he's adequate. Okay, he's not good. He's not great. He's not elite. He's adequate and we don't need adequate offensive linemen. We need people that can, you know. Move people, we need people that can move people and nobody on this offensive line, including Gibbons, who I think is the best out of this bunch, can move people, period. You got to do whatever you got to do. One, to me, get Lloyd Willis ready to play. Next year will be his fourth year on campus. Now, I have said this in the last episode, previous episodes. You got to get Rod or ready to play. To me, I would have took my lumps with them this year. You know, both guys, 6'7", 300 pounds, I would have took my lumps and move Washington and Scott to the interior or move Washington to center and had Scott and Gibbons at my guards. But you I mean, that's what I would have did. You know, I I, I kind of knew Maurice Smith wasn't anything special. I mean, he's he's serviceable. But he's not gonna hold up against elite defensive linemen, and it showed. So, I mean, that's really the key. Um, when you can run the football and stop the run, you're gonna win a lot of football games. And for the most part, this season against the good teams, we could do neither. You know. So. Um. You know, hopefully we can get some guys in here, man, that can contribute immediately. We don't need to be taking on projects. We need we need players that can play immediately and contribute immediately. And, uh, you know, that's pretty much it. Um, So, again, thank you for listening. This podcast is available um, on all platforms. It's available on YouTube. I'm just looking forward to a great 2022. Um, and as always, go knows.